4: We're chanting <laughs> super loops. Bring in all...
0: Welcome to Monday Night's Talk and Talk Show. As always, coming from you, seven thirty. Usually till nine, but just uh, seven thirty till eight thirty tonight. So we're just going to do the hour show as we normally do every Monday night. It's always good to be in touch with fellow blues fans. And
4: uh,
0: this week has been a very, a very difficult one, especially with uh, Auntie Linda's um, sadly losing her uncle, and uh, then, a, a, oh, sorry, a brother-in-law. And then, and then her auntie uh, and godmother as well, um, through this COVID nineteen. So, the message is still out there. The message is live: stay safe, stay at home, don't go out. You know, be. Let's just get back to going to the football for goodness' sake. And you know, this this thing's horrible. It's it's nasty and it's vile. Um, so we've just got to do as we are told. Yep. Okay. Well, as a big thank you to our sponsors, Board of Sports, of course, SAS Autos and, of course, Board Labor, our friends down there who used to stream this uh, live, I believe, Christy they're not, <laughs> in the days when the pubs were open. So, yeah. OK, we'll get back there at some point. OK, uh, so it's a big welcome then, uh, Mrs. Brown.
4: I <laughs> forgot forgotten. A
0: bit late. Sorry. He's only got one job. <laughs> and Paul Hipkiss. Good evening. And from myself, good evening. And, of course... Now, new friend of the show, Lee Carsley, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome,
4: Lee.
0: Thanks for having me on, guys. And that's a, a pleasure, mate. No, thanks for coming because what it does, it, it does help. Like, we, we have a lot of um, vulnerable listeners as well. Um, so, it, it does help with people keeping in touch and, and just having a chat on a Monday night, and they all look forward to it. So, uh, so yeah, no, we thank you for your, for your time, my friend. Thank you for your no, time. Looking forward to it. So, two seasons at the Blues. Yeah, yeah, uh, a promotion. Yeah, one promotion. Yeah, promotion. Yeah, get in. <laughs> now, pause a statistician. Pause. Pause. The man that knows everything. Because, like, if I if I don't read something, like ten minutes before, I've got to say something, then I just just get out of my head. I don't care. It's just me. It's the way I am. That's it.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, right. Okay. So, just before we really crack in and uh, get some questions down for Lee, you're very welcome to write in. Chris Brown's going to monitor. The Screen and interject as and when he needs to. Um, but I just want to pay tribute because yesterday was the anniversary of Sharon's son's death out in Afghanistan, and that was his 10th anniversary yesterday. And we were supposed to have been doing the PTSD charity, which we've raised over 2,200 pounds for already. And we were supposed to have been so many projects on the go, but unfortunately, that's all up all to be curtailed. Um, but you know, thoughts and, and and prayers are obviously with everybody, the family, uh, all his friends, and the, the Jimmy out in Spain who who FaceTimed Sharon last night and had a about a fifteen hour conversation with her. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, Jimmy was the the lad that we should have gone on the vehicle that that um, Barry went out on, and Barry outranked him and said, "No, I'm going instead of you." And obviously, ten years ago to yesterday was the day of that awful news. However, What we're going to do, we're going to be positive and we look forward to the future. And he's got his memorial wall there, all nicely lit up.
4: Fantastic.
0: So, yep. So there we are. There we are. Right. Okay. so down to business then, because we've only got an hour. Uh, We haven't been doing the last 15 minutes lately, Paul, have we?
4: We've not had
3: time. No, no, no. I'll leave it up to you if you want to do it this week. Obviously, we'll, we'll, uh,
0: see, how, we'll see. how things progress. What well, the last fifteen minutes, of it is Lee, is that um, we come up with a crazy subject once a week, like like something that's in your garden shed, and 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 everybody's going to then put like a, something to do with football, like you like you find in your garden shed, like the Alan Shears. <laughs> you're going to <laughs>
4: hate. You're going to hate it, Lee. You're going to hate
5: it.
0: No, they're a bit. They're a bit. <laughs> yeah, like, out there, aren't they? Okay.
4: My, my
5: connection might go for that bit, then, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, Lee, so uh, thanks for the two seasons you had with us and for the promotion, certainly. We've all enjoyed that one. Working with the England setup now, and um, what was your time like at Blues?
4: Um,
5: it, was, it was excellent, to be fair. I think um, coming to the end of my um, Everton career in, I think it was 2009, I signed for Blues, um, I always used to let my contract run down at Everton, um, and sign so one year at a time. So when I decided that I was going to leave um, around around Christmas, I started getting quite a few offers on what I was going to do in the summer. Um, and then at the end of the season, I um, I said to me, my, my the agent that was that was looking after me at the time, that um, I'm going to leave Everton. I said, um, <laughs> there's there's two or three clubs that I would go to. Um, Birmingham had just been relegated. Um, I was weary of the fact that. Uh, all of my family are Blues fans bar one. Um, I'd never had chance to play in the Midlands. Uh, obviously, the East Midlands with Derby, but never close to home. So my family had always had to travel everywhere. Um, and I thought it'd almost be like, um, I suppose, a fairy tale in many ways. That could I, could I be part of a, a, a team that wins promotion and gets Blues back into the Premier League, and all my family be there and watch? Oh,
0: amazing. Um,
5: uh, and be and be part of it. Um, so. Um, I was actually on, I, I, my wife actually volunteered me on a school trip to go and be an, uh, a helper um, in Wales with the kids, um, with, with one of my kids. So, the place where we were in, in, um, in Wales, you couldn't get a signal on your phone, apart from if you stood on top of this massive hill. So, for, for, for one hour every, every day for, for three or four days, I used to have a, like, say, a four o'clock phone call with my agent, and he'd say, This club were interested, this club were interested, this club were interested, in what your what thoughts?" And once he told me that he'd been in touch with Karen Brady, uh, David Golan and, and uh, Mr. Sullivan, that was it. Um, mm. the, the deal was done. Um, I went and met um, Alex McLeish, and um, the rest, the rest is history.
3: Can I just add as well, Lee? You not only, it wasn't only a promotion, but you was also as well with us the season with our highest ever Premier League finish. Yeah,
5: that's, that's yeah. right. Yeah, the second the second season. I think I think. Yeah. Of the of the promotion season, um, I, I, I started every single game by one. I got three match ban, and I was sub against Reading for the game at home when we I think we drew one one or two two. Yeah. Uh, no, not Reading. Who was it? I can't remember. Who was it? Morning. Who was it? Preston. Preston. Yeah, the free kick went that last minute. Mm. Um, so I was. I, I weren't I were, I were, I were, I were best pleased. Being, being dropped for that game, but obviously coming back in against Reading then, and then um, getting that promotion, and then being a little bit bit part in the Premier League. Obviously, the, the the recruitment in the summer was some good players, so it meant that I wasn't needed as much. Um, and it was probably just as well, really, because I probably I probably gave my all that season, and my legs weren't weren't ready for the uh, were at, were at that pace of the Premier League at that point. But the fact that I was able to come in and play three or four games on the trot, then come out and then go back in. Meant that it stabilised the squad because yeah. I, was, I, was, I was still capable at that point of playing in the Premier League, but maybe not just as important part as I played in the Championship week in week out.
3: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to ask you as well, Lee. What, uh, that season as well, you was involved with probably the worst dive I've ever seen in football. Um, what are your thoughts on VAR?
5: Um, I quite like it. I quite like yep. it. Um, I like the I like the fact that um, you know the, the, you get a chance to um, rewind a, a decision, so to speak, and, and get it right. Um, I think the it was a bit weird at first. The the, the, the delay that you have before uh, the decision's made, and sometimes bringing play back. Um, but like all things, when when they're new, sometimes they take a bit of time to get used to, um, especially as a supporter. But I, I think um, I think long term, it'll, it'll, the, the more we get used to it. The, it was all the back pass rule when that first came in. That was like, oh, I'm not sure about this, you know. But it's you know, like like all things, once you get
3: used to it, it's, it's a lot easier. Has he yeah, spoken? Past- uh, sorry, that, sorry. Come on. I was going to say, has he spoke to you since then? And God, did he apologise after or anything like that? No, and
5: I think I think the fact that I played for Everton as well, I don't think it helped that that night. <laughs> if, if you can remember, because I was getting quite a bit of stick off the yeah, um, yeah. the Liverpool fans, but. Um, I mean see seeing it back it was a it was a it, it was, was a shock. tough decision yeah it was a tough decision but um I just remember that M- what what I remember most about that night is Cameron's Cameron's oh, goal he awesome. was a great striker and it the way he hit it and the way the ball moved and yeah, brilliant. Um, if you think about some of the games that we played that season, uh, we had a lot of character in that team, a lot, lot of good players. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like like you say, the police Premier League finish was a, a nice way for me to finish up blues.
3: Yeah, yeah, and thirteen well, games
5: as well, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. We had a good, we had a good little starlock. So we had a, we had a good, we had a solid Premier League team that that season, uh, yeah. with some with some um, good players and, and and good characters in the dressing room, which is, it's all, always always good when you get that balance.
3: Mm, definitely. Just
0: crazy how things like have gotten to the levels that they well, not so much that they are now, but certainly two or three, four years ago. And we've been doing this like what, what ten years now. Yeah. Uh, and. Like apart from the Carling Cup, we've had nothing to shout about, have we?
5: No, but I think I think there's, there's there's a lot of teams in the same situation because everyone wants to get promoted, everyone wants to win everything. So it's um, it's it's a it's a case of putting the right foundations in place and, and sticking with the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, What's your thoughts um,
0: on on um, uh, the EFL, uh, uh, this this uh, investigation that Blues had, and obviously we have got Doctor the nine points a season yeah. or so. Uh, uh, and they've now come back and, I, and and try and have another pop again. I don't think it's. Yeah. I think it was insensitive. Number one, it was the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything that's going on in the world at the moment, uh, yeah. and I just, I just, I don't know. We, we've as, as football supporters, like it makes us angry.
5: Yeah, I think I. To, to be honest with you, I don't know enough about what the what the what the problem was or or no, the not investigation minute, or. Um, you know, in, in, in terms of them kind of rules that are in play, the financial fair play uh, rules—they're so complicated for me. It's, you know, I'm, I'm more of—I'm more about the coaching and the players and and the playing than the
0: yeah, two right. I wouldn't—I
5: wouldn't understand the, the, yeah. the beginning or the end of it.
0: Best game you played in at Blues.
5: Oh, last game. Um,
0: no, the best one.
5: Best one. Oh, the the
0: best one. Yeah, it's got to be there's the most one in it.
5: Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot of games. The I mean but you gotta bear in mind that, that, that my m- family absolutely love the blues. I mean I was I was never a big blues fan. Um I was a big football player in terms of lot like, I just used to play love playing football. Um I'd go to any game that I could go to also, I'd go down the villa, I'd go to the Blues, I'd go West Brom, I'd go anywhere I'd go and watch more Green, um at the time, or or any any team where my my brother was playing, I'd go and watch. Um my first game of watching Blues. I've just I've done a bit of research because I thought you might throw it on me. <laughs> it was the it was the um, FA Cup game against Forest in 1988. My
0: mum took right, me. Right. So we was got the, we
5: got, yeah we got oh. on the number seventeen from um, from Mick and Stella's chip shop. Um, dropped us outside the ground and we we stood right at the back of the of the um, cop I think it was and I was just in awe of. Like, I couldn't, but this first game I'd ever been to, proper game anyway, and I, was, I couldn't believe that how, um, how excited it was and, and how fast it looked. Um, so then to lead the team out in that first game where I where I in the team, I can't remember who it was against uh, at home
3: Sheffield United.
5: Oh, shut up. How does he know? It. know it was, it was not kick off when it was a 12 o'clock oh. kick off. So, me, obviously, me, me, my wife, my brother, my mum, my uncle. My cousins, uh, everyone was there, and, and, and I remember looking over at them, and, and them all being like really like choked up. My brother especially, uh, and my uncle. Like it meant a lot for them, and it was great that I could I could uh, right at the end of my career. I think I was 33 at the time. At the end of my career, I could give them that that um that almost inside track of what what it was like to be at Blues and, and and be around Blues. But it could have been really different. To be fair, I I had a chance at, at 16 to sign for Blues. Um, but I, 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 I chose to go to Derby in the end, and um, it's, it's as did Dean Sturridge. We, we both were, ended up. We, we both were at Blues and ended up at, at Derby County. So it could have been a lot different.
3: Mm. Yeah, that that's Sheffield United Gad. Kevin Phillips, scored didn't he? Last minute winner. I uh, remember right, it?
5: Yeah, I think I think um, you know the, the fact that the fact <laughs> that you know I'm not, obviously not not blowing my own trumpet, but signing myself from the Premier League, signing Kev Phillips. Uh, yeah. keeping the likes of Mike Taylor, um, yeah. James McFadden, um, I could go I've got Seb Larson, all these real good championship players and good Premier League players was a you know, a big gamble from the club, I suppose, looking back on it when I'm sure they had offers for some of these players, but to keep that that squad together um paid off.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, that was a really good
0: side. Mm. Even though uh, Alex did the dirty on us and, and went across the city, which you know is totally unforgivable in any Birmingham City fans' eyes, yeah. was he a good gaffer to work under?
5: I liked him. I liked him. I, I liked his staff, um, Roy Aitken uh, and Andy Watson. Um, you know, when I when I sat down and um, when I sat down and, 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 I, and I went and met him, um, and he told me what he wanted to do and the way he saw the team playing and. I don't think he realised that I'd actually already signed. He was selling me the club, and I was like, I've, I've, "I've signed already; like the contract's already signed." So I think that was a bit of a surprise for him. But um, it was a, it was a, it was an enjoyable period for um, the club, and obviously he'd done well as well. You know, to, to get a promotion, get get a, a high finish in the Premier League, and then to get a, a Carling Cup as well was a would, would be seen as a good stint as a, as a manager nowadays, especially.
0: Definitely, you see the thing is. If, if he hadn't have gone over to the other side, he would be in one of my "I want an Alex McLeish statue outside St Andrews."
5: Yeah, I mean it's all, it's always it's always tough, especially when you you know you join you join your closest rivals, and I'm, I'm sure it's a decision that wasn't made easily. Um, but like you say, I think you've you've almost got to accept that you are literally burning your bridges when you when you make that kind of move and, and accept yeah. it. And, and and generally, I mean, without. Um Without, you know, saying, saying that it happens all the time, it very rarely works out when you when you make them kind of moves because, um, you know, wherever you go in the city, you're going to bump into a Blues fans. So it's very yeah, difficult absolutely. to, um you know, to get away from it. And, and the and the rivalry
4: is immense.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it is immense. Oh, I thought you'd fall asleep there, Chris.
4: No, no. I'm reading. I'm going through the comments quite quickly. <laughs> I'll just I'll, wait, I'll just, the, I'll just read one up, as, up, as I'm yeah. going through. Um, Jace, Jace, Jason says, "Lee, do you think you should have had more time when you was the head coach for the couple of games when you were there?"
5: No, I think when um, when I was, um, I probably know some of these people that are uh, texting him. By the way, <laughs> no, don't, I, don't um, I, I made I made it clear that um, I wasn't I wasn't right for that job at that time. In terms of, um, it was a tough job. You know, you, you think about the amount of signings that were made in terms of three different managers and four different managers, and what the what the club needed at that time was a almost like a, um, a safe pair of hands, you know. And, and for me, even though I'd done the job at Brentford and I'd done it at Coventry, um, I was really focused on the under 23s and the academy and looking mm-hmm. at long term. Whereas maybe um, I think it's on a two year contract or a three year contract. I can't remember. At the end of that. Ideally, I would have took over the the, the team, um, and I think I, I've always said that when 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 I when I do eventually go and apply for a head coach's job, it's something that I'll do wholeheartedly. Um, but at that time, it just wasn't right. But um, I, I love my time there. I was I was only back there for maybe six seven months, but I absolutely loved it. I love and I still do. It's, it's uh, you know I didn't leave on um, bad terms. I still I still keep in touch with. Um, a lot of the staff there, um, uh, obviously Dong, we speak to Dong, um, and uh, Christian, and I um, you know, still enjoyed going going back to the games and stuff. So um, I really enjoyed my time there. That you know, leading the team out as captain was one thing, uh, but leading and picking the team and taking the team to Derby and Sheffield Wednesday was was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Real yeah. co- different kind of pressure when. You know, like I said, I've done it at Brentford and I've done it at Coventry. But when, when the club is so ingrained in your family and the responsibility that you feel as being a Brummie, <clears throat> there's another level than, than what I would have be, been used to. Mm. And how I did
0: see, you cope with that? That's... How did you cope with that when, when on, on the times that things didn't go right?
5: How did I cope with it?
0: Yeah, how did you cope with you know with that kind of pressure? You like, yeah. say we'd lost lost the game, uh, and yeah. your family so ingrained, like you said, I yeah. about how, did you, how did you manage that?
5: Um, I struggled. To be fair, I, I did struggle with it because um, I took it personal. You know, the, the... that's
0: nice. That's nice for your yeah. honesty. That's, that's mate. nice one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The,
5: the, the um, like when we when we when we played against Hull um I think it was it six one.
3: Yeah, I was there. Later. So,
5: see my <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry about that. I'll, <laughs> give you the, I'll give you the cash back for that. <laughs> I drove all the way there so, and back. Yeah. So my like 0 down at half time. My attitude was. Let's make an attacking sub. Let's go for it. Because if we're going to lose, I, at least I want, to, I want to lose having a go trying to win rather than I could have quite easily have gone defensive and gone, right, let's lose 3-1 mm-hmm. or maybe, I don't know. My, but my mentality was always like, we've got to attack. We've got to go for it. Because that's, how, that's how, what I believe the fans wanted to see. They want to see a team. There's a right way and a wrong way to lose. And to lose a game trying to win is different than losing a game like on a whimper and backing up and playing deep. You know, I, I always want to try and win. And I think that's something like what I've had to learn, especially in my coaching role, that sometimes you do have to be a little bit more um, passive in the way that you approach games. And, and obviously that,
3: that comes with experience. Yeah, definitely. That's good. So is that is that the aspiration now, Lee, to get back in eventually as maybe a head coach? That's,
5: yeah, at some point, yeah. At some point yeah. I will, yeah. Definitely. I think, um, you know, I've built up a really good... Um, bank of experiences in terms of coached and under eighteens, I've coached and under twenty threes, I've coached under nineteen international, under twenty one international. I've been caretaker manager three or four times now. So in terms of like, you know, when you when you put all the all the things together, you know, and and, and then being fully committed to it, yeah, definitely, I'll definitely have a go at it.
0: Good luck with you, mate. Mm. Who would you like to manage?
5: Um, I'm not sure. I think, um, you know, it's, I, I can still see myself coming back to Blues at some point. Um, like I say, I really enjoyed my time there, even though it was a brief one. Um, you know, definitely, you know, it's a, it's a club that, along with Everton, it's a club that I hold, um, you know, close to my heart.
3: Your well, first game, though. Harry
0: Clam's just left, hasn't he, so?
3: Mm. Say it again.
0: Uh, what's his name? H- have
3: Clam? I'm Clam? yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's just left the club, I think, for personal reasons. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know what they are, but obviously, wish him well and thank him for all the you know that he's yeah, done for. Yeah. And um, how do we feel that one?
5: Well, you got you've, the, 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 there's already some good coaches there. Isn't there? obviously, Craig's Craig stepped up, and um, you know he'll have had six, seven months now of doing the role. This little break, I would imagine, he's well speaking quite regularly, so I know that he's watching a lot of games and looking at players and. Uh, really studying and making to, to try and make himself a better coach. So um, mm-hmm. you, there's still a lot of experience there.
0: There's still a lot I've of heard a rumour, Lee, that you uh, went to the same school as uh, Craig Gardner.
5: No, that's false. He went to the same school as me. I paved the way for these boys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, Paul, I've heard the little rumour that you went to the same school as Lee Carsley. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. How come then, Paul? How come then, Paul, with with yeah. all that like talent... Flowing out of that school, you didn't make it as a footballer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> look at him! Just look at him.
3: Uh, I remember. The, Lee, I remember the picture on the back of the classroom with uh, the Derby County squad photo and the circle around your head saying "Ex cockshire Hill" when you was on the Derby County squad photo. In about must have been about 1994. Okay, yeah, that's, that was yeah. I, I mean, I, I used to I used to try and go back to school
5: quite a bit. To be fair, I um, um, there was a teacher there called Mr. Turner. Yep. Um, Who'd done the physical education? It was a massive influence on on my career, um, on and off the pitch. Uh, real, real good guy, and um, you know, someone that I, uh, I've got a lot of time for. Yeah,
0: isn't yeah. isn't it uh, nice when you when you've got like a mentor? You know what I mean? Somebody that you remember for that, for because like when I was at school, look right. This is the absolute truth, right? I have the world's worst memory. If I don't go to the shop without a list, I'll come up with a cattle grid, I promise you, right? (laughs) My memory is awful. And um, when I was at school, I was just branded as sick all the time because like nobody picked up on the fact that I was actually a brilliant badminton player and I never got pushed in that direction. You know, I'm, I'm I'm not talking a brilliant badminton player. I'm talking an absolutely superb badminton player before okay. I had the, uh, the, the chin and the cheeks and this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I, I had an incident where the, the, the sports teacher used to pick on me constantly. If there was a new sport to show, Sport, come here, and they'd run rings round me. Right? I went yeah. into the sports hall this one day, there was the badminton set, set up, right? And I thought, well, oh, okay. And of course, 300 kids in the sports hall, Sport, come here. Yes, sir. <laughs> Today we're going to play badminton. And he went through the rules and this, and the other. Yeah. And I stood at the court and, and I said, where's the ball, sir? <laughs> There's not a ball, you imbecile. He actually caught me an imbecile. Yeah. You couldn't get away with that. You? Yeah, yeah. No.
4: You'll yeah. get no arguments from me. I'll, I'll believe yeah.
0: you. And um, <laughs> So so, so he, he whacked the shuttlecock over the net and I, and I missed it. I took a wild swing back and missed it completely. Yeah. And then the second one, he took it over and I hit it that hard. It went right out of court. And of course, all the kids are laughing and he's laughing. And then he took the third shot and I went right up to there. He didn't get one more point off me and for oh, three okay. years. For three years, instead of that bloke putting his arm around me and saying, "Well done," I know somebody you can go and have a, a chat to. For three yeah. years, because he said nothing every time I walked past that man, I went game of badminton, sir. And that's oh, if gosh. I walked past it once or ten times a day, and that's all I did for the rest of my school career. <laughs> okay. Apart from that, I can remember I can remember Pythagoras' theory. I can remember everything from my school days. Don't ask me something about yesterday. It's crazy.
4: It, 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 it's actually theorem, not theory. <laughs>
0: it's what, <grit?
4: laughs> It's actually theorem, Pythagoras', Pythagoras is theorem, isn't it? Not theory. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember that. See, <laughs> so, you know what I mean. This is the Ladywood boy coming out. You know what I mean. We know everything. I've I think, got. Which, you can
0: kind of put a comparison down to your, your days at Everton and, and Everton Football Club. I, I always, think, my brother's an Everton supporter, and yeah. I, I always think Everton is kind of like a Birmingham City. It's like kind of a Bolton. It's like kind of a Blackburn Rovers. They're, they're them proper clubs that you know.
5: Yeah.
0: Upper supporters go to. Was was it? Was that kind of a similar experience?
5: Yeah, definitely. I think um, you know, the, there's there's a lot of similarities between uh, Blues and Everton. Um, and they, they neither fans accept lack of effort no. yeah now they'll they'll accept poor performances and they'll ex- accept not winning games but they won't accept lack of effort lack of commitment um they've both got good sense of humors so uh, they, they i think they the Birmingham
0: one's a better one
5: yeah some i mean i mean in terms of sometimes you know you have to you have you have, they, they, you have to have that ability to laugh at yourselves you know it's not always it's not always perfect the scenarios but no, lot of similarities, with, especially with the fans and the, um, you know, the, the history as well. Um, you know, some mm. of the some of the great players that both clubs have had in the past. There's there's definitely a responsibility when you when you put the shirts on that you, you know, you've got a, you've got a, you've got a lot of responsibility to that badge. Uh, which yeah. Is very important.
0: Yeah. Our favourite saying is, uh, "You play for the badge on the front, and we'll shout the name on the back."
5: Yeah.
3: Very you. true.
0: Yeah. yeah
3: was the toughest ever opponent, Lee, in the midfield?
5: Uh in general. Yeah, yeah. Um probably probably Patrick Vieira. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was probably the first midfielder, yeah. centre midfielder, especially that I played against that would that would turn on the ball and take you on, which is yeah. quite unusual in the middle of the pitch. But you know, that 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 kind of player that, that came into the Premier League was uh, really really made you up your game, you know, the locks of Vieira and, and um Skulls, Keen, uh these kind of players. So
3: yeah,
5: yeah them them kind of ones.
3: Mm. And who's the best player you've ever played with?
5: Played with, um, I mean, Martin O'Connor would probably want to tell me want to say it's him, but it's, it's, it might not be. It's probably um, maybe like a, a Tommy Graveson, uh someone like that. Oh, right. Very underrated, Thomas Graveson.
3: Well, Thomas Graveson, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he went to Real Madrid,
5: didn't? He? Obviously went on, yeah, to to Real Madrid. Um, so he was he was very good. He was excellent. As well as Wayne Rooney when he first got into the Everton team, as well as Robbie Keane, Damien Duff, I um, I've been quite lucky uh, that I played with some really good good players and, and some top talent.
0: Yeah. You spoke that Wayne Rooney. Um, can you yeah. make any? Can you draw any kind of comparisons between Wayne and our uh, uh, Jude?
5: Yeah, I mean, I've 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 not seen as much uh, as Jude um, as as obviously as Wayne. I've seen I've seen Jude play three or four times, maybe live. Um, and, and I didn't—I didn't have a chance to see him while I was at Blues, which, which is ironic, really. Uh, but I, d- I didn't get a chance uh, just because of the fixture schedules. But um, the compare—what what I like most about the pair of them is their attitudes. They've, you can both tell that they both love football. Mm. You know, take take away the, the the skill and the ability, the enthusiasm to play football is um, is there and, and he's playing to see it. And they're obviously—I mean, dudes an outstanding talent. Mm. You know, I love watching play. This point.
0: At this point lee could you actually take him into the under 23 england set at 16. At, at um well he would be 17 okay. in june so he's only got a month away to tonight
5: yeah i mean obviously yeah <clears throat> it'd, it'd be on uh, it'd be on the radar as as uh you know anyone that's that's that shows that kind of promise at that age mm. would be on all of the not, not only i know i know jude's in the system as it is uh so yeah i'm sure i'm sure yeah he's, the greatest um, thing
0: is the greatest thing and what i love about blues not, not the most, but right, right up there is that we do bring some youth talent through the system. Yeah,
3: yeah. definitely. I <coughs> <coughs> had Dickinson yeah. on, isn't it? Last last yeah. 15, 20 years. Yeah, they do.
5: They Hang do. They do, an, they do an excellent. They do an excellent job there. As, as do a lot of clubs. But the difference with with Blues is is the opportunity that these these. If you're good enough, you get a chance. And um, you know, if you look at likes like, so, of uh, Jack Butland when I was there and uh, Nathan Red, Redmond. Nathan Redmond and yeah, Damari, I think, was a bit younger, mm-hmm. um, and obviously now Jude and um, I'm sure, I'm sure there's others there. But there's, there's well, there, his younger brother as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I've actually, I've actually played with his dad on a Sunday as well. His dad's, his dad's a very good player and he's a good, good, a good guy as well. So he's obviously from a. I um, think his dad played non-league, didn't he? Yeah, so he plays up front. He's a, he's a good, good, good forward. Scores a lot of goals. And mm. uh, nice guy as well. Nice guy.
3: And who was your football idol, mate, like, as a kid? Growing up, Brian Robson. Yeah,
5: always like that all-round midfielder. Um, scores goals, box to box. I used to love his, his New Balance boots. Who always used to, you know, want to aspire to be you know, a player like that that was that didn't have one strength. He had, you know, scored goals, could run, could shoot, could pass. You know, that that kind of player was always someone that I looked up to.
0: Yeah, I know who mine was, but I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lee, I've got no, he, played, right, he played for England and he always sang God Save the Queen as loud as he possibly could. Yeah. Blondet. Le- say again, Blondet. Le- he, he played for England, always yeah. Yeah. always sang God Save the Queen as loud as he possibly could. Stuart Pierce. Who, oh, sorry?
4: Pierce. Yeah, Pierce. P- Stuart Pierce. Pierce, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pierce. Yeah. 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 yeah, Psycho. Yeah, Psycho, yeah. 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 I was psycho. Same, not just three, just yeah. my, my
0: favourite player of all time, my least favourite player of all time, is without a doubt Razor Ruddock. Okay. And We know why. I'll tell you a fair why.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, um somebody called uh, Jerry Gill. He says, um, "Evening, lads."
0: Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs>
4: he says, um, "Askars, who is the best midfielder he has played with <laughs> for Blues All Stars?" <laughs>
1: brilliant. Uh, Jerry, I, I, I feel like I want
5: to say Jerry because he's because he's, he's 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 got in touch with the show, but. Now um, be honest. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, he, he's not made. He's Here not ends my, the friendship. <laughs> he's not made my strongest eleven at the minute, but he's definitely, he's definitely up there, Jerry. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good player. He's a good guy
4: as well. Third sub. Um,
5: third sub, probably. Yeah, I like, I like Jerry, and he's, he's doing well as well now in the coaching. So yeah, he's doing great,
4: fantastic. Yeah. at bath, yeah,
5: yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. So we're,
0: good, uh, so he we, deserves we, it. He's done last week, and we're, we're, when the season gets up and running again, as Birmingham City fans, we're going to take a Whole coach full down to a buff game.
5: Yeah, it's good. Get me involved, I'll come with you. Oh it'll be a great nice Yeah. Noise, right then,
0: yeah. yeah. Up, no. Get him on the coach, get him a ticket.
4: We've got the coach <laughs> sorted apparently, so there we go.
0: It's already sorted and we're we're not even out of lockdown yet.
4: What's <laughs> mad? A question
3: from one of our fans, um Stephen yeah. Gill was how was the late Chucho in the dressing room? And do you think we should have kept him? Um I
4: uh,
3: I
5: really liked him. Um you know, I'd, I'd, Sorry, Paul, uh,
0: I, I missed the name, Stephen Gill oh, Stephen yeah. was asking about no, no I'm missing the name of the Chucho You're on about. Sorry,
3: Christian Benitez. Christian Benitez. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, Chucho yeah.
3: yeah, I li- I
5: liked him a lot. Very quiet fella, um, very unassuming. Came with a big reputation, and yeah. um, he signed with a, a centre back as well. Uh, I forget what the centre back was called. Got done. No, um I think Got it might wrong. Have been Got it. Oh, Espinosa, Espinoza, Espinoza. That's him, yeah. Yeah. So they were um, and what was his first name? Was that what was his name?
3: Giovanni Espinoza.
5: Okay. He was he his English was a lot better than um Chucho's. And um so we we communicated a lot with him if we needed to get a message across, but um I mean he was really fast when he was he, if you remember the he come mm. on against Manchester United, did he? Was that his day, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and he made an immediate impact, you know, with that pace and um, that ability to score goals. And um, I think at, at, at that point, you know, it was it was a bit of an, an unknown, but yeah, it was uh, it was good guys. It was uh, it was good to have in the dressing room as well. Obviously, I was I was only with him one season, so yeah. But, um, it was very sad to to hear that he'd passed away.
0: Uh, yeah.
5: he had he had a young family, mm. and,
0: and it was on a Monday away. as well, wasn't it? Because I remember coming into the studio and. Uh, Instead of our theme tune, we are the lads for the Tilt, and we played. Yeah. Uh, to say goodbye. Do you remember that, Chris? Mm.
5: Yeah, it's, it's, it mm. was um, cool. very tough. Yeah, like yeah. Like you say, you've got a young family, but uh, yeah, really, really, really nice guy, and um,
3: yeah, t- taking too soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And during your two years with us, who was the best trainer and the worst trainer that you that you've in the squad?
5: Best trainer, Stephen Carr was a good trainer. Obviously, I, yeah. pa- I played with him with uh, with Ireland, so I knew. I knew that he was a good player. And I knew that he was. Once he got fit, he was. He was a good player. Um, really, really liked playing with him. I mean, hang on. He's not made my. He's not made my team like. <laughs> good, not team. that good. good uh, worst trainer would probably be Gary O'Connor.
3: Gary O'Connor.
5: Yeah, Gary O'Connor. <laughs> yeah, um, and that that was that was a, a lot due to the fact that he was he was injured a lot. He was always he was always seemed to be coming back from an injury, which made him. Mm-hmm. It, it good ability, good player. But he yep. was always trying to get fit. And, and I was there two years, and it seemed like for two years he was trying to get fit. Um, mm, yeah. And then when he got a chance, he'd, he'd always score goals. <coughs> but, yep. you know, I've, I've played with plenty of players like that that aren't very good in training, but are, you know, are very effective in games. And I definitely put him in that category. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. And who was the best and worst dresser? Best and
5: worst dresser? Oh, God. Um, best <laughs> dressed. Um, I don't know. Um, Faddy Faddy always always looks smart. James McFadden, he's, he's yep. a smart guy. He's a smart guy. Worst dressed. I'd, I'd probably say myself worst dressed. I'd have, I'd have, my, <laughs> I'd have my, my three my three Nike stuff on or whatever whatever <laughs> they sent me. I'd stick on. So I, it could be anything. I could be walking around and, and in an aluminum shell suit <laughs> yeah. and, um, and just 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 get on with it. Yeah.
4: Lee, one of our younger fans, Lee, um, he's only eight, um, he wants to know what um, what position did you play when you were at the Blues? Um,
5: I played centre-midfield, um, so I was lucky that I was in the midfield with the likes of Damien Johnson and Keith Fahey and Lee Bowyer. Um, so I had a similar role to the one that I had at Everton, where it just literally just screened the back four. So not a very glamorous role, but quite
0: effective and quite important for the team. Listen, I'll tell you what, when you pull a Birmingham City shirt on with that badge on it, it's a glamorous role, mate, without a doubt, without a doubt. Because I'll tell you what, Lee, I'll tell you and I mean this with all my heart, when I go to the Blues and I pull a Birmingham City shirt on with a badge, I'm equally as proud as any player that's ever stepped on that pitch. I promise you. That's how it
3: is. And how much more is it going to mean, Nick? How much more is it going to mean when this is all over and we go back down there? Mate, you know what?
0: Like, what would I give... To be able to go and stand in bar eight and walk around the corner and see all my lovely disabled friends and and, and Linda and Sally and little Jack and you know meet Tom Ross outside and 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 Tom come up and speak to me. I mean that, that was unheard of ten years ago. Unheard yeah. of. But you know what he it is? It's a blue nose, and and yeah. that's what matters, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And it and it's like it is literally like my right arm has been cut off. This. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it, 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 I can't explain just how kind of uh, I don't want this to sound shallow right but I can't explain how empty I feel without yeah. football
4: yeah there's no way just...
0: with my, my, my body isn't exactly tuned should we say tuned <laughs> i yeah. use the correct word and there's no way that I'd have ever made it as, as a footballer because if I went to kick it right it would go left right? yeah badminton was yeah. the only thing I was any good at ever ever yeah and you know, when my dad first took me back in nineteen seventy-three against Newcastle and, and and to see the throng of people, you know, with the bodies, there was thousands and thousands there. And then if you stood in the cop back in the you said the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, eighty eight, yeah.
5: Yeah. If you stood in the cop back
0: in the, the yeah, eighties yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, and you heard that air on, it was mine with my three year old son on my shoulders, right? And he never yeah. got injured once and everybody looked out for us, and we looked out for everybody else, and it was just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It was a proper, proper family, and it still is. But it's a very different family now to how it used to be, right? Because we we can all interact with each other through Zoom, through Skype, through whatever, Facebook, and this and the other. And um, and you know what? Like, wow. Just, I just, I just miss it that much, and it hurts me inside.
3: Mm. Yeah, Mm. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more, there's more, there's so much more to it, isn't it, than 22 players on a pitch, you know, you just don't realise. Goes- it's getting up on a
0: Saturday morning, right? Making sure you've not had too much to drink on a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> Get up, it's, it is, it's getting in your car, that buzz of, like, picking your son up who's always late, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Going around the corner, picking the next one up, and, and then making a drive in, and... Uh, you know, sometimes video my other son down in, in Paul saying, ha, oh, look, we're at the blues, you know what I mean? And he can't be there because he's so far away. <laughs> uh and then it's it's the meeting of people, the greeting of people, the the, the loveliness that you know, and, and, and Ray and um his wife will be in bar eight and Linda yes. and disabled people. It's 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 just a massive part of my life and it's it's yep. just been hacked away with an axe. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, and the click of the turnstiles, the smell
3: of the burgers, everything, everything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss the ban—I miss the banter as well. Oh, I do the
0: banter, like you know, with uh, well, I mean, you, I have, Paul, you know, I've, me. I'm a little bit of a banterist, as you well know. <laughs> but, um, uh, the, the, the banter's still going because it's still going on social media, right? Yeah. But yeah. I love when, when we're bantering between supporters, and, and that's I was. Yeah, I sat with Adam Wilkes for the Stoke game. And I think they scored first this year, didn't they?
3: Uh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 the, yeah,
0: the we? We beat we beat yeah, yeah. We beat them two one, didn't we? We beat them two one. Yeah, yeah. Beat two one. That was June oh, first. Well, the stick that I gave them. Of course, I, I live in Chipita Land anyway. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But I came. I came back here. Walked into the pub where I work at, uh, which probably won't be open till Christmas. And um there was a Stoke fan in there, and I just walked in, put my arms out like, and it's that moment, and it? it's that bragging moment, you know, when you can just go
4: cocky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got I've got a question, Lee, from uh, somebody called yeah. Adam Wilkes. I haven't I haven't oh. asked this, by the way. It's Adam Wilkes. Is this
0: careless okay. Adam Wilkes, the beardless? Yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. Please ask, what's his favourite derby match to play in? Blues versus B6 or Reds versus Toffees? And which is bigger? And which is bigger? Ooh, you um, are so
0: on the spot now, mate, I tell you. <laughs> yeah.
4: I think
5: I think Everton Liverpool is a bigger derby.
4: No, that's the wrong that's the wrong answer. I think. <laughs>
5: it's, it's, it's I'm sure that's right. sure the wrong way. answer. It's gone quiet there. I've lost my signal. Now, um, playing, Who's our next? In
0: next? Both... And that, ladies and gentlemen, what's the tilt? <laughs> <laughs> playing in
5: playing playing in both derbies. Um I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I think it's probably maybe because I was at I was at Everton for longer than I was at Blues. Um, and and they literally are i mean i'm sure you've been to goodison before like you you literally across the park and you're you're at liverpool um the biggest difference with living in liverpool like i did was when you go into the city center you see blue shirts or red shirts whereas when you go into birmingham
0: yeah you could see see, yeah you could see
5: anything whereas in in liverpool it's very much you are blue or you are red and that is it um Mm. in terms of a match day there's no difference. There's no difference. There's there's pure there's the rivalry. Um, I, I don't want to say hate, but it's there's it's very close to it. Like yep. there's, the rivalry is immense. Um, they're both ex- excellent games to play, and they're both nerve wracking games to play. In. You don't want to make a mistake in either game. Um, I think yeah, I was you don't sub- want to be the one. Yeah, I think I was subbing the game at um, at St Andrews, and I think I actually got subbed as a sub. <laughs> so I, I, I remember not being too pleased in the dressing room after. Um, but like, like I say, my my, my um, i played in maybe ten Everton Liverpool derbies. I played in one Blues uh, yep. Villa. So obviously I'm, I'm going to probably edge towards you. that book. Yeah. And you, get the um, in, you get the winner. You
3: get the winner in one.
5: Maybe. Yeah, I was, I was lucky enough yeah, to get the to, to get the winner in one of the games. Um remember yeah, that? Yeah, but. You know, if you if you ask my brother the same question, and he's been to a lot of the Liverpool, Everton, darbots, he'd say he'd say Blues Giller all day long. So, mm. you know, it's just a, it's just a, the experience that I had at that time.
3: What's the best atmosphere you've ever played in,
5: Lee? Um, best best atmosphere I've ever played in was maybe some of the European nights we had at Everton, where we played against Nuremberg away, or um, we played against um, Fiorentina away uh, in the Europa League. Um, in terms of uh, the, the Blues games, that that red in red in a I mean, blue blue Blues at home is some especially the, the midweek games where you play under the lights. Yeah. Um, you know, you sort of sense after five minutes whether the crowd are are sitting down ready to be entertained or they're actually with you and they want you to win and they want you to attack. Um, you know, the Sheffield Wednesday game where I was manager, that was an excellent atmosphere that night. Yeah. Um, Reading away when we got promotion, the, the scenes in that away end was, was unreal. It was, it was um, you know, as, as good as I've seen it. Um, so, I've been quite lucky in that respect, that I've been involved in a lot of good games where, you know, the, the, you and, and I was talking about it the other day, there's certain games where you feel that the, that the fans on the team were totally on the same wavelength. Uh, and I had, had quite a few games at Blues where I felt like that, that the team were totally in, in sync with the, with the fans.
0: Yeah, sure. do you feel that the opposite way? In terms you know of when, what? The first, when the first five minutes hasn't gone well, yeah. and you know what? Like. You know what we're like. We're, yeah. we're football fans' league, right? So, yeah. we'll 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 let you know that you know that mm, this ain't quite right today, boys. <laughs> yeah, do
4: you feel it? Do you, do you actually? get it?
5: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You sense it, and that's that's what, what I'd say. Going back to one of the first questions, were the similarity between the Evertonians and Blues fans that they let you know. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't wait till half and 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 maybe you know let the players know as they're walking off the pitch. You know, if if the ball's not getting played forward quickly with good quality after two minutes, you know, you know, you know. Mm. So, in in that respect, you know, I, I've I've ne- I never finished a game at either Blues or or Everton where I was unsure on how the fans felt. You know, you you feel it straight away.
4: Mm.
0: Um, and do you feel um, that from all four quarters of the ground?
5: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, um, yeah, I always, always, always enjoyed, especially the, the midweek games at Blues when the lights are on. And mm. like you say, you say you get there and you can sense it. I remember the Wolves game, especially. I know I was sent off in that game, but it was a great atmosphere. I think they were first. We were second. Uh, we were we were looking to catch them, and you could tell you could tell that night that you know that both, both sets of fans were were up
3: for that. Mm-hmm. Lee, Mick Gray's one of our viewers is asking, "Who's the best manager you've ever played for?" Oh, that'd be that'd be David Moyes. Yeah, that'd be David
5: Moyes. Um, in term in terms of you know the, of all time, that'd be that'd be one of my managers that was at, that I was at the three at the three
3: seasons with. Oh, okay, yeah,
5: yeah. I love I love playing for the three Cs in Wood. We had a we had a really good team. We had some really good players, and the atmosphere that the that the coaches. Um, and the owners of the club used to create was was a great environment for, for, for players to grow. Talking
0: about David Moyes, then do you th- do you think uh, do you think Sir Alex's boots were just too big to fill for him?
5: Um, no, definitely
0: I not. Think did, I think he could have done a job there proper yeah, long term. I mean, <laughs> given you, enough time, they
3: didn't give him long yeah, enough. Yeah, you, you, you've,
5: oh. only, you've only got a, you've only got to see at the managers that have failed there since. Yeah, uh, I don't think it was as simple as. Um, you know, Sir Alex, who'd done such a great job for so many years that the next manager was going, going to go in there and just carry on where, you know, he'd left mm. off. The team was ageing, the squad was ageing. Uh, it needed a totally, you know, revamp of the squad. And, you know, sometimes they, they're saying football, you know, time, timing is everything.
0: Not mm. just the manager, though, is it? It's the coaching staff as well.
5: Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you, you've, you've all got to be on the same wavelength.
0: Mm. The well, it's, you know, they want instant success all the time, don't they? Well,
5: they're used to it. They're used to it. So.
0: But whereas, uh, whereas we, us as Blues fans, we're glad when anything comes along. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: I, 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 there's, yeah, there's still, a, there's still an expectancy though. I think that you know, a club that with the stature of, of Blues deserves to play in the Premier League. The fans deserve to see Premier League football. Yeah, um, yeah there isn't a club left, called London,
0: London anywhere. Say it again. There, is, there isn't a club called London anywhere, right?
5: No, true. I don't think so. Birmingham
0: no. is the second biggest city in the country, right? And we bear the name. Yeah. And I'm surprised that some multi billionaire shake hasn't, you know, picked us up and, and gone with it because of the brand.
3: Yeah. Yeah, mm. true. Yeah, true. Anyway, Lou, we better get on to your 1 to 11, mate. We're looking forward to this. Ooh. I'm
4: looking forward to this.
0: Uh, 10 minutes left. Where's time gone? I know. Like okay. we we're to go quickly, didn't we? Oh, yeah.
4: you ready for this. Let's, Let's see about, who's going to be disappointed. I'm about to leave a few
5: out. So I'm going for players that I've played with for Blues, or I've just played with that I've got a Blues connection. So okay. I've had to bend the rules a little bit, but you'll I think you'll appreciate it. That's fine. So yeah. I'm going to go in goal. In goal, Mike Taylor.
3: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Great goalkeeper.
5: I've gone. I've gone. I'm going four four two. So I'm going right back. Steve Finnan.
3: Mm. Okay. Mm.
5: Yeah. Left back. I'm going Mickey Clark. Right. Mm. Yeah. That I played with with the old boys. He's. Yeah, he's yeah. He's um, he's he's another free seas lad, so I've had to get him in there as well. I'm going centre half. I'm going Gary Breen and Kenny Cunningham.
4: Kenny Cunningham, yeah, yeah. I'm
5: going centre midfield, uh, and this was a tough one. I've had to leave out Jerry Gill. But I'm going. Um, <laughs> <Jerry. laughs> I've to leave out Jerry. I'm going Jeff Kenner centre
3: mid.
0: Jerry's Jerry just left left. switched off, by the way. Yeah,
3: oh, sorry, Jerry. And he's playing. In late. Is that I'm where he's played later. now, hey, Jeff Kenner? Is he playing centre mid now? Is he for the All Stars? He's, got,
5: he's playing centre Yeah, He's outstanding. He's outstanding. He's uh, he's, actually, he's currently keeping Martin O'Connor out of the team at the minute, so which is a which is a big scalp. Uh, I'm going Martin O'Connor. Uh, he's captain as well, so him and Jeff are in the middle. He's uh, been
0: in most teams, hasn't he, Paul? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think
5: mean, he's been I, in every team. <laughs> and, and and the getting getting back to the the team and and the old boys, you know. I would love to have played for Blues in that generation with them lads, with the likes of Martin O'Connor and, and Jerry and Jeff. Obviously, I played with Jeff at Blackburn and, and Ireland, but um, the, the camaraderie the team spirit, the likes of uh, Jeff Orsfield and Paul Devlin and, and, and that, that era,
3: yeah, they're great. But
5: they're, they're really good lads and you can see that they cared and they love playing for Blues and I'd yeah. love to have been part of that with them. Um, right wing, I'm going Seb Larson. Oh, yeah left wing I'm going James McFadden uh, I'm going centre forward just off the front man I'm going Keith Fahey
3: he was good wasn't he he, he was, he he was, was good. very good wasn't he for the price we paid for him very very good yeah very good
5: yeah. and his strike partner is Super Kev Phillips mm, he was an excellent he was an excellent signing for Blues and um, lot myself at the wrong end of his of his, of his uh, football age but um, great goal scorer and good guy in the dressing room very calm especially when you think about how tense that that Reading game was you know yeah. I, I watched to be fair I watched it on YouTube was it the was it one was it, there been so yeah I watched
0: it the other day as well
5: and he's finished when he gets put through he takes that touch and he just side foots it straight into the corner but it's so so smooth with his mm-hmm. finish
0: um, again, honestly, if again if we if we were like drawing 1-1 one, one, with eight minutes to go and Kevin Phillips yeah. came on. We knew we were going to win the game. Yeah. We knew, yeah, yeah. We, knew we were going to
3: win the game. I mean, what, what, what would he be worth today, Oh,
5: he'd be worth, a, he'd be worth a right few quid, wouldn't he? Because of his the way that he finished. For the amount of chances he had to his conversion, he didn't need a lot, did he? No, no. no that, cri- that, yeah.
3: that
5: Premier right. League season, like you say, last 10, 15 minutes, you'd put Kev on. He'd have one chance and he'd score. Yeah. yeah. Target all and set someone else up. So, um, yeah. And he's only three foot six. Team, yeah, I don't think that team would get promoted, but I think I think um, I think
3: we'd be a good mid-table team. That one. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good team. It's a good yeah, team. Yeah, I think it's a good, very good team. And uh, yeah, but yeah, now going back to Kevin Phillips, obviously the the Wolves one sticks in my mind when he came off the bench and scored the brace, and yeah. they were all they were all singing, their fans thinking they'd won it, and then he come up, comes off the bench and yeah, back, back I can gets know, and 10 I can minutes. that one, Paul. Yeah. Believe it or not, yeah, yeah
5: he, was ex- he was he was excellent that that. Um, that little campaign with that two years that I had with him. Uh, off the pitch as well, the amount of stuff that he used to do with the younger strikers, you know, who was actually interested in talking to him about his technique and finishing and that calmness that he had in front of the goal was was excellent.
3: Yeah, so so prolific. How many goals did you score for Blues League?
5: I think I scored I think I scored two. Yeah. I think I think Faddy took one off me. I think he said that he touched <laughs> it before <laughs> it went in. So
0: Well they both at home that. or away.
5: One was at Plymouth away and one was at home against Derby and I think
0: um, Tilton or, or the, the GM?
5: I think it was at the Tilton, Tilton
0: that must have been an experience
5: yeah but it, it, made, it, it made it a bit sour when Faddy ran off with his arm in the air I'm not sure. <laughs> I was celebrating on my own
0: I've actually scored uh, a goal at the Tilton myself personally. Okay. I have yeah there wasn't a goalie in, in the goal but I did score <laughs>
5: Okay, okay. I think there was de- there was definitely a goalie in that night when I had, when I had the shot. So,
3: and have you got any uh, any good pranks you can tell us about, like from th- that squad of players that you was with, with us for a couple of years?
5: Um, well, I-, I remember that squad being quite a serious squad, to be fair. Um, yeah. I mean, we we had we had a- we had a good laugh in that. Don't get me wrong, but I think um, there was there was a lot there was there was a bit of a hangover from the fact that they had been relegated from the Premier League, and there was a there was a. An understanding that teams that get relegated don't get back up straight away. So I remember the um, I remember the pre-season uh, we went on tour. Can't remember where Germany or Switzerland or something. And Alex McLean says, you know, you're, you're allowed a night out, but I remember no one going because it was almost like, no, we're, we're here to work and we want to want to make sure we do it right. So there was a lot of there was a, there was definitely a determination within that squad um, yeah. to, to get back up. So. Um, I, I think I think, and plus I was like I, don't, I was I was I was the old man of the group at that time. So if there was any pranks going on, I was I was I was I was trying to
0: keep out of the way of it.
3: Yeah. Okay. Sensible
0: man. Sensible man.
4: I noticed everybody noticed that I'd gone for gone for a, um, an emergency wee then.
3: Oh okay. Oh, what? Sorry, Chris. I noticed you got? <laughs>
4: I noticed people in the shout box had noticed that I'd gone for a, an emergency wee.
0: Oh right, right.
3: Uh, you got any more Chris,
4: from any of our viewers? When you get to my age, you know what I mean.
0: Mm. I've
4: lost, I've lost. Look, I'm. Okay, today. ladies and gentlemen,
0: for the last five minutes, anything you'd find in the bathroom, anything you find in the bathroom, and anything to do with the football, anything you find in the bathroom and anything to do with the football, I'll start you off with Ian toothbrush. <laughs>
4: We know we know where this one's going to go, don't we? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. right down the pan.
4: Okay.
3: <laughs> 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 what's, what's your thoughts at the moment then on football coming back potentially being beyond closed doors? Um, what's your thoughts on that?
5: Yeah, um, well, hopefully. I mean, it's, it's really it's really difficult to put any serious thought into it when you're you're still watching the news and seeing that that yeah. um, you know. I'm just, just just watching the update earlier, and they said there was 280 odd people that had died today. And now almost immune, you've become to it. Now it's like, oh, it's only 280, but yeah, you no, know, that's that's someone someone's died today, mm. you know, and not only yeah, someone definitely. but someone's family or brother, and, and um, you know. And I, I remember when when it, when it, when it first started, it was like I don't know, say 50 had died, and he was like, God, 50. But now you're like you're almost immune to the amount of people that are, are passing away, and and then to to almost like. Put it into context of how important, on the scale, football is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you if you asked any of them, um, the, the families of these victims, how important football is to them at the minute, you, you, it'd be very low down in the, in so the priorities.
0: But, perfectly uh, said, mate. Perfectly said. Sim- I was sim- actually sim- chatting to a gentleman who's probably in his sixties in the pub uh, prior to lockdown, and I and I because I'm a, I'm a complete nutter geek. I've got to watch everything that's going on in the world, right? And I was watching this, and and um, right back in January. Uh, and I talked to a gentleman and I said like you know this is going to be massive it's going to hurt right this is really going to hurt uh, not just the country the economy but this is going to kill people and I said and you're in your 60s I said how do you feel about it he says, oh come back and talk to me when there's half a million people infected hmm. yeah yeah
5: yeah but yeah. yeah. well, I think I think getting getting back to the original question I think it's 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 definitely shown us how important um, not only the the game on the pitches in terms of football, but like socially, like you spoke about there, the amount of the amount of people it brings um, contact that, that that maybe don't get out of the house all week, or yeah. you know, obviously having a son myself with a disability, how important them Saturdays are for that family yeah. to go as a family and enjoy being together, watching a game, silly things like having a burger, having a having a few drinks, and then. Going home, meeting your friends, talking about it then uh, on the way home, and all these kind of things socially, um, how important it is. And you know, myself, like well, I'm, I'm sure you, you all are, you know, cannot wait for it to get back started. But uh, the most important thing is that that, we're, that it's done in the right way because you know we've we've come this Absolutely. far now. It's just you know yeah. keeping that, keeping finishing
4: it off properly now.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah absolutely right. Okay, they're so got, I've
0: got
4: I've got I've got a few a few uh, goes here. Uh, otter water. Uh, oh, otter, uh, otter up every week. Bobby Bobby soap.
0: <laughs>
4: Drain Clark. Oh, Bill Armitage Shankley. <laughs> <laughs> uh Wee Carsley. <laughs>
0: uh, hang on a hang on because you composed yourself. Who did that one?
4: That was Jason Hughes. That was a good one, really. Yeah, oh, yeah. Brilliant. That's yeah. got it so far. One, uh, Pablo Hangel. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Lee Carsey. I'm sorry, Lee. I'm sorry. Lee Carsey. <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> uh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> uh, d- uh, D- danny bathwater who did that please please who did that one Carl sparrow that was uh, oh Mikhail, Carl, you could be in so much trouble mate <laughs> we've got uh, danny bathwater <laughs> bido nouveau bido, bido and love uh, oh we've got another Lee car's <laughs> oh, league sorry yeah. uh i bowler oh
0: yeah yeah oh he's
4: a good one bath mat this is
0: yeah mm-hmm. No, I'm 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 in favour of the Lee Carsey one at the minute.
4: <laughs> <laughs> dental floss, dental floss turns, and Danny Danny Shitu. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh. Uh, Trevor
4: Sink, Claire.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. But I'm afraid I'm afraid <laughs> the Lee Carsey one has won it without it Yeah, no, gotta
4: be. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Francis. Well, Lee. Oh, he's a good the one. Song. He's a good one. Trevor Francis Stern.
0: Oh, very good, yeah. Before we started the show, Lee, we said how quick this hour would go, right?
5: Yeah, it has,
0: yeah. Uh, now it's gone. It's uh, that's unbelievable. Crazy, right. crazy. What a lovely insight into into your two years at Blues uh, and to your background and one thing and another. And you know what? Thanks for turning up and thanks for giving you time no, tonight. It really is appreciated. Not just by me, not just by Paul, and not just by Chris, but thousands of people out there. Right, yeah. that we're keeping in touch with every single week, and we yeah. we promise that we will continue to do this as long as we've got guests and that coming in, right? And, and we've got quite a decent lineup again over the next three or four weeks. We, we normally normally would have done tonight. Tonight would have been the last show for the summer sabbatical. That would have been it, yeah. right? Um, and then we and then we usually kick in a week before the football season starts. But because of what's going on in the world out there, we've decided that you know we're going to continue to do this. Uh, throughout this horrible, horrible, horrible virus that uh, we're all, we're not all all physically suffering from, we're all all suffering from it in one way and or another. Yeah, whether you're out of work, whether you've been poorly, uh, one thing or another. So I think it's just dead important that we just constantly keep in touch on a Monday with all our lovely people out there. And you know what? Have a little bit of humor at the end of it. Yeah. Because I I, I,
5: I, um, I appreciate you um, asking me to come on. Um, like I say, I really enjoyed my time at Blues, and the fact that you've got so many um, people watching. Um, I hope they're all safe. I hope their families are all safe, and I You're hope right. they're, um, they're they're sticking to the rules because, like I say, we've come this far now, um, and I look forward to um, seeing all the Blues fans at some point back down at the Blues, and um, I'm sure the, the club will move forward like it like it's trying to. Um, um, thanks for having me on.
0: Uh, listen, it's coming on. The- the- and the- don't forget. Don't forget. A day that we can all do this again and we get the bus organized to go down to see Jerry yeah. you're on it you're on I'll
5: it bring me, I'll bring me
0: baggage racket <laughs> bring your beer <laughs> as well <laughs> <laughs> if I looked at one now I'd probably sweat <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Lee Carsley, thank you very much indeed, sir. Thanks for an absolute pleasure. This has been the Tilt and Talk Show on a Monday. We'll be back here next Monday, 30. Thanks for our sponsors, Boyle Sports, SAS yes, Autos, and, of course, our lovely friends of Aussie, David. Oh, take care. God bless. and keep right on.
3: Good night, all.
4: Good night. It's worth the point of all, When we sing together we're there at the end of the road.